Hi guys, it's Real Talk with Tracy. What do I want to talk to you about today? I want to talk to you about my weight loss situation and trying to lose weight my whole life. It seems that ever since I was a baby, I don't know if I was force fed or what, but it <laughs> it just seems like I was always chubby. And you know, I remember going clothes shopping at seven, eight, nine years old and just feeling so uncomfortable. I would not say I was a fat kid, but I was definitely a chunky kid. And around 12 years old, I really wanted to start dieting. I think that I asked my grandmother who was fat and she said, oh, you have to join Weight Watchers. You know, this is how you lose weight, you count, you know, how many breads and how many proteins and how many fats and how many fruits. So that made sense. So at a very young age, I started doing that. And like everybody else, like 90, I don't know, 97 to 98% of people that lose weight gain it back, I think they say. So I would go up and down like a yo-yo. So I was going up and down 20 pounds and I did that all through my teenage years. And it's really bad on your body to yo-yo like that. But um, I'd gain it back and then, oh my God, my weight's going up. Now I got to go back and do something else. So, oh, I don't know if I feel like counting. I'll just go. I'll do Jenny Craig. So I did Jenny Craig. Then I did the Beverly Hills diet where I just ate like pineapple all day. And you know what? Everything works for a time. So I would go back down and then I would do food combining. I would do, and I did this all through my twenties and thirties too. Okay. So I would do food combining where you don't eat meat with starch, but you could eat meat with vegetables or you could eat starch with vegetables, but you can't eat starch and meat together. And you have to have fruit first thing in the morning. And then you have to wait a couple hours for your stomach to clear before you have lunch. And I did that. I did a cabbage soup diet. I did the Scarsborough diet. I did just about any diet you can imagine. If you would bring it up to me, I would be like, oh yeah, I think there was a diet involving lots of eggs. I did that one. Um, I've done low carb, I've done no carb, and then I can't go to the bathroom and then I'm constipated and I'm trying to past poops that feel like cement coming out my colon. I've done so many different diets and I fought it, fought it, fought it, fought it, fought it my entire life. And my husband was always like, why don't you just eat less and exercise more? And I said, you know what? That's the last thing people want to hear. You know, it's just not that easy. If it was that easy, everyone would be thin. So I remember when we got married, that was 37 years ago, and I'm at 5'7", I had gotten down to 148, which may sound like too heavy for you guys, or it may sound like, oh, that's a really good number. So I was a size 12, and I looked pretty good. I still wasn't happy with myself. I was, I was still very self-critical. And then all through the beginning of our marriage, I was kind of like in the 150s, depending upon if I'd get my period or not. I'd be like 152, sometimes I'd be 158. 
And then the earthquake came in 1994 and my OCD and depression got so bad, it just sparked it off that I got to the point of being suicidal and I had to do something in order to save myself. So I went to a psychiatrist and I wound up going on Prozac and I remember being at my gynecologist and him telling me, you better be really careful that you're going on Prozac. And I said, oh, I hear the people lose weight. He goes, yeah. And some people gain weight. And I'm like, no. And he said, yes. So I didn't watch it. I wasn't careful. At that time, working for L'Oreal, traveling 50% of the time, I had an $800 a week expense account to take people out. I was dining, <laughs> taking people out to restaurants morning, noon, and night. And I got so happy, I started eating more. So I immediately gained like 20 pounds. And then as the years, you know, went on, menopause. And everybody warned me, you know, in menopause, oh, you're going to gain weight. And I'm like, there is no way I'm going to gain any more weight. I can't weigh over 180. There's no way. <laughs> okay. So menopause came, COVID, lockdown came, all these things came. And you guys, I was still, I'd say 80% of the time active. So still walking, doing floor yoga, going you know, intermittently to the gym, but my body just seemed to want to be a certain weight. And it was really, really hard to get that set point down. And I soared up to 200 pounds and I felt horrible. The picture that I'm going to post on here was the day I felt the worst ever. And that was when I hit 200 pounds. I took pictures of myself and I said, what what, ugh, who is this? Who is this in the mirror? This is horrible. I was so self-loathing. I hated myself. It was terrible. I was still walking 45 minutes a day, five to six days a week. I was still trying to eat a lot of plant-based items, you know, no steak, nothing fried. If we went out for sushi, no tempura. Uh, I was still watching myself and yet I was still 200 pounds and I was so miserable. And I would say that all of my pants barely fit me. I was down to two pairs of jeans that were very stretchy and a size 14 that were really a 16. I could not zip them up and I had to wear them open with a long shirt because I refused to buy a size 16 and I just felt like a failure. And I went and got bioidentical hormones because as I was going through menopause, my body was drying up. I was having trouble having sex with my husband. That's a whole other podcast. Anyway, um, there are solutions for that, by the way. Anyway, I had decided to have my eyelids done again, which is another podcast. <laughs> it's another podcast because I had very, very, very heavy lids and droopy eyelids. And for years, I mean, even as a kid, they're like, are you tired? I'm like, no, I'm 12 years old with droopy eyelids. I was born like this, not my fault. So anyway, I met this woman online who saw my before and after picture. And coincidentally, she lives out in California, close to where I live. And she said, oh my God, your eyes turned out so well. Can I go with you to your surgeon? Will you go with me? And I'm like, yeah, of course I'll go with you. So she's really great. She's become a friend. 
And when I met her, I'm like, oh, you're so lucky. You don't have a weight problem. And she goes, oh, no, wait a minute. Two years ago, I was 220 pounds. And I'm like, what? And she's like a little shorter than me. And I'm like, no way. And she goes, yeah, I've lost a lot of weight. And she's like, I did it with Ozempic. And I'm like, well, what's that? And she said, well, it's like a little injection, but the needle barely goes under your skin. And there's an ingredient called semi-glutite. And you take the, the, the little um, the injection like once a week. And you're not going to be hungry. And I said, oh, come on. I can't imagine not being hungry. I've been hungry my entire life. I'm hungry when I'm happy. I'm hungry when I'm sad. I mean, I'm just always hungry. And I'm, and I'm thinking about food a lot. And I'm obsessing about what I'm going to wear and how things are going to look. And things that are coming up and what I can fit into and what I can't fit into. And at this point, I must have had... 15 pairs of jeans in my closet that I could not wear anymore because I had gained so much weight and I didn't want to get rid of them. My dream, when I say a dream, to fit back into a size 12 and maybe some smaller 14 pants, that was my dream. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll never look like Barbie. I'm not going to be a size 7 or a size five or a size four. I never have. But to be able to wear a size 12 comfortably for me and fit back into all these jeans that I had that I loved, that was my ultimate goal, or should I say my first goal. And I had tried so many things with no success. I would go down a few pounds, go out for sushi and gain three pounds back overnight from the salt. It was just going nowhere, and I just felt defeated. I felt like I'm going to get older. I'm just going to be this frumpy, overweight, chubby, unattractive woman, and I still have this husband who's working out three times a week, and his body almost looks as good as it does 37 years ago. He, he just has a great build, and I'm feeling terrible, and I'm feeling inadequate, and I'm feeling like... Oh my God, you know, I'm willing to try something, but I'm thinking, is this just, you know, I mean, there's, there's diet pills all over the internet. I'm thinking, you know, this is going to work for, for my friend, but I don't know if it's going to work for me. So what did I do? She told me to join a group on Facebook and there's a lot of Ozempic support groups. So I joined and I started listening to people and they're nauseous and they're throwing up. And some people are having side effects. Other people aren't having side effects. Some people are really constipated. Some people aren't constipated. And I've also suffered with constipation most of my life. I've had to fight it most of my life. So it's like, just what I want to do is go on something else that's going to make me even more, you know, constipated. But I kept talking to this friend and she kept pushing me. She kept nudging me. She goes, listen, you need to try this. I ha I've been so successful. I haven't followed any diet plan. And I'm just dropping the weight. So I went in. I talked to my doctor. My doctor said, well, your blood sugar is a little high. You're pre-diabetic. You have coronary artery disease. 
Ozempic would be a good thing for you to do for your for your body for your your well-being and she prescribed me 0.25 so I started out at 0.25 I decided to do it in my leg because I heard if you do it in your stomach you can get more nauseous so I started to do it in my leg and when I tell you the needle is so tiny it's like hair thin. It barely goes under your skin. It is no big deal. When I heard to myself injection, I thought to myself, oh my God, I'm not going to take shots. Okay, this isn't a deep shot. It like barely goes in and you barely feel it. So it's easy. You get a pen, you open it up, and there's these little cups that almost look like creamer, like little mini creamers. And you open them up and it's the little needle and you take a, you open the pen up and it screws on and the pen actually has a cap and then it has there's like a couple plastic things you take off of where the needle is you have to make sure you take off both and you should really watch a tutorial on this because some people mess it up and then what you do after you put the needle the little thing you screw it on is that you put it up to the first two little dots and push the button just to make sure that the liquid's coming out fine. You hold it up to the, to the sun or you hold it up to a light to make sure everything looks clear. It shouldn't be foggy. Okay. And then you decide which leg you're going to start on. I use an alcohol swab to clean the area. And then I let that dry for a minute or two. And you turn it to 0.25. And some people only do that for a month. Okay, I did that for two months. And the first week I dropped four pounds. And I'm like, this can't be, this can't be right. I get on the scale again. No, I've dropped four pounds in one week. It's like, I didn't even stick to any diet or anything. It's just like, I just dropped four pounds. So after a couple weeks, I went to my doctor and I said, can I go up to point? Five oh, and she's like, yeah, it's fine. So she gives me another prescription. I go in, I get the pen, and each pen lasts a month. They come with like four little cup things with the needles in there. And I'm doing that a couple months. And I just see my weight coming down, just coming down, coming down. Now, for the first... I want to say month and a half, I was getting queasy. I was getting nauseous. And I can tell you what I use. I use something called Emetrol. It's E-M-E-T-R-O-L for nausea. You get it at any kind of a pharmacy. It's over the counter. It does have sugar in it, so you have to be careful if you're diabetic. But you take a spoon of it, and it gets rid of the nausea. And I noticed if I would try to push myself to eat as much as I used to, I would get nauseous. So what happened was when I would get full and maybe I would just barely eat a half a sandwich, I would just be okay. I'm satisfied. I'm full. This is really weird because I've always eaten the whole sandwich, but now I can't. And that's good. And the other half of the sandwich will be in the refrigerator and it's not going anywhere, so I would stop eating when I was satisfied. 
And I was completely satisfied, which was crazy. I could never be satisfied with only a half a sandwich. Okay, so then some time goes by. I am starting to get somewhat constipated. I start taking some Miralax. Um, I'm taking that a few times a week and I put it in my tea. And I'm taking magnesium citrate, not just magnesium, but magnesium citrate. And I'm going to the bathroom fine. I'm going almost every day. And it's like, that's a miracle in itself. Um, the first month I had some burping, kind of weird burping. So what you got to make sure is that if you're going to do this, don't overeat. You know, if you get up in the morning and you're not hungry, you don't have to run to the refrigerator and like eat. You can wait an hour. There's no, you don't have to eat three meals a day if, if you don't want to. You could have two meals and maybe a snack. You just eat when you're hungry. And I got to tell you, so the other picture on the opening of this podcast is to the right and it's me wearing my jeans, my really tiny, what do I say tiny, size 12, okay? My jeans that I could not get up over my butt and zip up before, now I could wear them comfortably. I've dropped 26 pounds. And if you doubt that 26 pounds is a lot, go to a dog food store and pick up a bag of kibble that weighs 26 pounds. It is a lot of weight. And I would like to lose another 15 or 20 pounds. But you know what? I weigh under 175, which is not bad. It's not as good as it could be right now, but I was at 200 pounds. So I could actually wear a short top. I don't feel like I have to cover my butt because I'm bursting out of my clothes. And I feel more comfortable in my own skin. This, this medication has been a godsend in my life. I said to my friend Wendy, next time I see you, I want to I wanna, I wanna treat you for lunch. I never thought after menopause I would ever get back to looking the way I look now. I thought it was over. And I thought I had tried everything and there was no solution. And it was really depressing. It was very, very, very depressing on my mental health. And a lot of times people that are thin, they look at people that are overweight and they're just like, well, if they were just to eat a little bit less and exercise a little bit more. But you know what, guys? A lot of it is your genetics and a lot of it is hormones. I also have Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune thyroid disease. I've been taking thyroid supplements since I was 18 years old. I also take Prozac for OCD and depression. All these things put weight on you. And then with the menopause on top, so what I want to say is the only thing that has not been positive about Ozempic is that sometimes there's a shortage. Do I believe that there's really a, a shortage? Honestly, no, I don't. I think the drug companies pull it back a little bit to continue to charge 
absolutely outrageous prices, which is like $1,250 a pen. Luckily, my insurance is covering it, and I'm not paying that. I'm paying like $47 a month. Towards the end of the year, I was running out of how much I could spend on pharmaceuticals, and my copay went up to $200 a month. And you want to know what? I paid it. I paid it because I'm probably saving $200 a month in the food I'm not eating, okay? I feel better. It's better for people with heart disease. It's better that my blood sugar is lower. It's better that I don't have to go out and buy all new clothes and feel completely humiliated and embarrassed about how I look. It's better. So it's, it's not perfect. I'm never going to look like a Kardashian, and you know what? That's okay. But I look like a better version of me, and I feel better in my own skin. I really wanted to share this with you guys and encourage you guys. And also, please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about this. Um, I'm here for you. I'm doing this podcast, which is pretty much all about my life. Um... One day we're all going to die, um, or as I like to think of it, we're going to have a transformation, right? We are going to go to heaven, and we are going to leave our bodies behind, which is going to be like getting out of an old car, and we're going to continue on. I, I do believe that, but I want to leave something behind to help other people, and so I also want to document a lot of things that I've been through that a lot of other people have been through too, but they don't have anyone to talk to about these things. So I decided during COVID to start a podcast and it's done really well, you guys. I'm really appreciative of all of you. I am now in over 80 countries because I get to see the demographics. I am making a little bit of money, not a lot, <laughs> maybe enough to have a, a few chicken salads so far and maybe a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. But what I get back from doing this really fills up my heart and it makes me really happy if I'm helping anybody out there. I also, which I never thought I would do because I really am very picky about, you know, when you see yourself on camera, it's like, oh my God, my bottom teeth are crooked and I need a facelift. <laughs> it's like, what happened? What, how did I get a double chin? My neck is hanging down. Oh my God. Okay, so I never thought I would do a YouTube, you guys, but I started a YouTube channel. Can you believe it? And I'm going to ask you to go to my YouTube channel. It's called the same thing. Hi, guys. Real Talk with Tracy. I have travel tips. I have funny dog videos. I have funny things about how to fix stuff around the house. I have stories about when I've been so depressed that I've literally wanted to die and how to pull yourself out of that. I have all sorts of things, happy, sad, inspirational, motiv motivational. And yeah, my dog is shaking his collar in the background like it's time to get off the podcast, mommy. Um, stuff about my rescue dog, stuff about what to do when your rescue dog or your dog, you know, is ill and has to pass away and you have to put your dog down how I quit smoking, um, how I was a sales manager and traveled 50% all over the world for years and years and years 
in the beauty business. So I have a lot of different stories to tell and to share. And I would really appreciate if you could give me feedback and join me. So I hope this helps you. I hope this gives you the courage to start your Ozempic or the other one I think is called Wagovi. But I hope this gives you the confidence to start. It's been a miracle in my life. I cannot tell you how happy I am. Okay, guys, take care. You've been listening to Hi Guys, Real Talk with Tracy. Bye-bye.